Welcome. This is a podcast all about the movies. The good, the bad, everything in between. Whether it's cult favorites, box office bombs, or the latest superhero movie climbing to the top ten. We're going to talk about it all here. So please, pour yourself a drink, find a comfortable seat, and have a listen. Because the show is ready to begin. My name is Phil Walsh, and you are listening to PhilCast. Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Phil Walsh, and you are listening to PhilCast. Good morning, good day, good evening, whatever time you are tuning in to today's episode. Uh, Thank you, uh, from the bottom of my heart, for uh, having a listen uh, once again. I must say, uh, as a side note, the uh, response and feedback I have received uh, from you, the the listener, has, has really meant a lot to me. Uh, this is, as I've said from the beginning, is a passion project, and so just knowing that uh, people are, are responding uh, to the to the content uh, really uh, really gives me a good feeling. So uh, I'm going to keep doing this as much as I can. I'm going to keep uh, talking about the movies because I I enjoy talking about them, and uh, I, I hope uh, I hope the experience is is a good listen for you as well. Um, a little bit of housekeeping, uh, please. If, if you haven't had a chance, uh, hit that up uh, subscribe button so you can uh, stay in the loop on uh, our bi-monthly podcast. And uh, please uh, share this with your family, your friends, anyone who you think uh, might enjoy a, a fun uh, rant or a monologue about uh, the movies. And um, yeah, maybe they uh, maybe they'll pass it along uh, to their uh, to their friends and acquaintances as well. Uh, because that's the only way uh, this podcast uh, will grow, is by uh, sharing and caring. So uh, with that little bit of housekeeping uh, out of the way, I'm uh, going to dive right into today's, uh, today's episode. And, uh, how, how appropriate. Uh, I'm sitting here with a, uh, with a Joker uh, mug uh, filled, uh, filled with, uh, with tea. Uh, I was having coffee all might as well tone down a little bit uh, before uh, uh, before bed. But um, it, it's got uh, the Joker, it's got Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix's versions side by side on the mug. So, uh, and I'm sitting here. I've got all my my uh, Blu-rays and DVDs and some bobbleheads, and uh, I'm all I'm all I'm all set. I've got some window dressing, if you will, uh, all ready to talk about uh, today's subject, which is very near and near to my heart, and that is Batman. I, I figured uh, with the new movie, The Batman, set to premiere next week, what a perfect time to talk about my favorite comic book superhero, the best of the best, in my opinion, Batman, and his his entire cinematic uh, journey. And and I, I have to say, I've, I've gone back and forth with how I could do this uh, episode. Originally, it was going to be kind of a, a back and forth. I was going to have a, um, a friend of mine uh, join today, uh, have a little back and forth banter, but uh, just scheduling uh, couldn't uh, couldn't make it work. And you know, certainly, uh, you know, everybody's you know, running a thousand directions today. So, uh, 
I wanted to I wanted to get this out and keep on keep on our our, our, our schedule. So uh, you know, I was kind of thinking back and forth. What what could I do? And, and I thought at this point, you know, if, if you've been with uh, if you've been with me uh, uh, thus far, you know for uh, you know for uh, two two of the three episodes that have aired, it has been me. Uh, Mia offering my thoughts and feelings, so I thought, you know, all the more, all the more reason for uh, for me to kind of give a, a monologue, uh, if you will, on on the Dark Knight himself and and, and sort of my my uh, take on his cinematic journey, which has been one hell of a ride, and based on all uh, reports and indications, it. Uh, it ain't stopping. Uh, it, it, it ain't over uh, until uh, it's over. And uh, you know, thank God, thank God for that, because uh, Batman is has certainly been a part of, of, of pop culture for, for for decades now. And, uh, and certainly, you know, that his creation by Bob Kane and Bill Finger in 1939 uh, is a character that is nearly nearly a hundred years old uh, at this point. So I mean, this is a Pretty, pretty remarkable that we're here, that I'm here talking about uh, this this fictional character. And uh, Batman has had many iterations, many, many versions, and 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 uh, probably his his some of his best uh, interpretations have been on the big screen. And I I can just say as as both a fan, a big fan of of the character, but also of of sort of movies in general. I don't think any superhero, uh, Spider-Man in some instances, you know, comes close. But I can't think of any superhero that has had a better run at the movies than than Batman. I think when it, when it comes to a Batman movie, there is just something special. And I think part of that is Batman has become almost like Shakespeare yeah, in, in, in the modern sense. I mean, these these characters, Batman, Commissioner Gordon, Alfred, the Joker, Catwoman, they're all these larger-than-life uh, uh, sort of legends at this point. And like I said, it really, you know, the closest comparison I can, I can really think of is Shakespeare. These are these, you know, it's King Lear, it's, it's Hamlet. I mean, these are these, these characters that are part of our, our, our part of literature and, and part of uh, you know, this, our, our cinematic culture, and they're they're reinterpreted it, it, again and again. And you would think, oh, eventually the well is going to run dry. But with Batman, it just seems to get better and better. I mean, you can start, of course, with with Adam West back in the '60s, kind of the the the, the pop, campy, uh, uh, over the top. Uh, tongue-in-cheek interpretation of the character with all the pow, the, the bat, Zam, Cesar Romero with the mus- uh, the makeup uh, plastered over his uh, over his mustache, and, 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 and Burgess Meredith and, and Frank Gorshin as Penguin and Riddler, respectively, and just sort of this wild zaniness uh, to the character. And then you can go in the complete opposite direction. You can have Tim Burton and Michael, uh, Michael Keaton's take on the character. And it's serious. It's it's you know again it's a comic book movie come to life, but it is it's grounded in in a, in a sort of a psychological emotional component 
that, that sort of takes the character and the material seriously and doesn't and doesn't play it for laughs and, and you know and of course from there of course you have all the other uh fantastic uh takes on it you know from certainly batman the animated series and and all the great work that that, that was done in that iteration through the later movies christopher nolan's uh, uh trilogy all the way to the uh to the forthcoming uh the batman movie which is poised to be uh, hopefully potentially the start of, a, of another uh, series of films. So I mean, Batman is is so adaptable, and I think that that is what makes the character work. You know, he's not a he's not a one note creation. You can do different interpretations, whether it's the silliness of the '60s or the the, the serious. Of the of the late '80s and into the '90s, to the kind of a gritty, realistic, uh, film noir-esque interpretation of Christopher Nolan, and and all the other movies that have come afterwards. I mean, there, there's there's something about Batman, and maybe it's because he's been reinterpreted so many times that it, that it works. But I think when you have a character that is not sort of stuck in one particular place in the genre, uh, when you can spread it out over many, many different layers, I think that that, that explains the longevity, that explains the, the, the connection that people have with it, and, and again, not to, not to you know, put down any other superheroes, this is not meant to turn into a, you know, into a bash session, uh, no, no pun intended, um, on other characters, but I mean, you know, Superman is, is Superman. Darken him up. You can, you know, brighten him up. I mean, but but more or less, when you have Superman, there is the one sort of take on the character. You can, you know, kind of add components to it. But I mean, Superman's story is sort of straightforward, and 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 nothing much changes. Batman, you have the components. You have the elements of obviously what makes up his origin, his parents dying before his, uh, you know, getting killed before his eyes, and then that setting him off on the course to become Batman, but you, 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 you could add so many different layers to the character. Like I said, you, you can take that premise of, of, of young Bruce Wayne losing his parents and then doing... Batman and Robin, you know, the, the fourth and, and, and final installment of the Burton Schumacher anthology. Uh, you know, again, you can, you can take the source material and then you can sort of run with it and, and see how far it, it, it goes. And in Batman, you know, Batman has many lives. I mean, he has been able to go through all these different versions and yet the character is still intact. Um, you know, kind of, as I was saying, to tie it back to you know, the Superman angle, you know, Superman, you know, you can, you, you can darken Superman, but then he's not really Superman. Like, uh, he has his, his MO, his modus operandi. It's, it's one sort of trajectory. And when you sort of change that, it, it sort of disrupts the character. Batman, yes, you have the, the basic premise of the character, but you can then take him off in so many different venues, adventures, and, and, and directions. I mean, again, that's how you get The Dark Knight, or how you get Batman Returns, or how you get 
the, the Lego Batman movie. I mean, again, it's a, it's a character that appeals to people in, in many ways in, in various points of their life. I mean, again, you take the 66 series and movie. It is, it is played in many ways for laughs. It, it, it's a comedy. It's, it's the superhero comic book genre, you know, done up uh, and almost a satire. And it, when you're a kid, when you're watching it, you believe every damn minute of it. I mean, I can you know, attest to that. Watching the, the show or the movie, you know, when Batman is on the ladder and the shark is biting onto his leg and he's saying, hand me down the shark repellent bat spray. I mean, you're, I'm right there. That was, oh my God, this is intense. And, but when you get older, you can see the humor in it. You can see that it is, it is being played so serious and so... Uh, you know, kind of down the nose. That 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 it almost it, it becomes a it becomes a comedy, and the absurdity, the double entendres, the uh, the uh, the the layered jokes. I mean, it really, uh, you know, it, it's it's a show that works on so many different levels, and again, it appeals to different you know you know people at points in their life. Again, when you watch Batman, you know, any Batman, take Batman '89 or or uh, the Dark Knight as uh, you know, young, you know, teenager, something like that. You see it one way. You see the you know, maybe the heroic angle, and then as you get older, you start to look at the whole sort of gray area of the character. It isn't quite black and white, or you know, kind of say, oh, maybe there was a point here of what Two Face was, you know, going after. I mean, again, you sort of look at it, you know, in different, you know, landscapes and through different lenses, and and it, it's, I mean, it's all part of this 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 journey and and I, I can't think of another character in, in 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 literature but certainly that has been interpreted on the big screen that has such a resonance that has such a emotional connection with with, with people I mean again the fact that you know you can be eight or 80 and and, and watch Batman I think that says that says it all it, it, it crosses generations. It, it is on, on on all ends of the spectrum, and that's a fantastic uh, character. And frankly, that is a character that is worth celebrating. And I am I'm so damn happy that 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 it hasn't gone away. The Batman is still part of our pop our pop culture, and is still part of our, of our of our cinematic uh, landscape because. Batman movies, you know, for all the the fun and and excitement uh, that they are, they really are, I I think, great examinations of uh, of the human condition and and sort of you know individuals. It, it, this is going to get a little a little uh, a little maybe preachy or, or wonky, but I mean I I you know. Sue me, <laughs> okay? Uh, I, I, I promised you, uh, promise you this would be fun. Uh, so, you know, Batman is one of these characters where you can, you know, watch it. You know, if you want to say, okay, it's, it's strictly a comic book movie. You know, it's, 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 it's popcorn entertainment. You can watch it, boom, leave the theater, you're done. But you can also watch it as something that is examining the psychology of people, you know, sort of this investigation uh, into sort of the gray area 
of life. And, and you know, one Batman movie that I'll just pull out right now is, is Batman Returns. And that was, uh, I actually just watched it the other night, so it's fresh on my mind. But, um, and, and full disclosure, Batman Returns is my, my second favorite Batman movie after The Dark Knight. Just had to get that out there. But uh, Batman Returns, I think, is, is a superior film. Batman 89 and the reason for for you know my thinking is it is not just a comic book movie there is something much deeper going on with that movie and I think it is the sort of you know, psychological study of Batman Catwoman and the Penguin these three individuals who are all scarred by trauma in, in some form or another, obviously Bruce Wayne losing his parents uh, before, his very, before his very eyes, the Penguin uh, kind of in a, in, a, in a reversal being cast, away, you know, cast out by his parents because of his deformity and thus losing them that way to uh, Selina Kyle, aka Catwoman, being this sort of, you know, you know oppressed and, and, and sort of, you know, you know beaten down uh, woman who, who finally, you know, lashes out at the world and kind of, you know, all the people that have, have put her down, uh, you know, with, with vengeance in her, in her heart. And it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful character study. And I, you know, it, it's a shame that the movie was, was not as well received uh, as it, as, you know, it probably could have been in, in 1992. I mean, I think if you release Batman Returns now, it, 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 you know, people wouldn't think twice about it, and it probably would be, uh, you know, the reception would have been much different. But I mean, in, in the '90s, you know, people were still, I think, looking for the, uh, you know, for the popcorn comic book movie, and not having to, you know, necessarily go on an on an emotional, psychological roller coaster. But I mean, for me, I think that's what makes Batman Returns uh, uh, the, the the better of the Tim Burton movies. And frankly, you know, up until the Dark Knight came along, it was my favorite Batman movie because it is this sort of, you know, ballad of the freaks. It is this 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 clash of of not only, you know, these these deformed both both physically and and, and sort of you know scarred mentally uh, individuals, but but it, but it is this sort of you know dance of of, of who you know who's going to win out, who who is going to kind of you know, own the night, if you will, uh, you know, and, and whose pain matters more. And I think, you know, you take Batman as sort of this, you know, very much a gray character who, who's sort of, you know, caught in between this battle between, you know, the Penguin and Catwoman. You know, the Penguin being on the very extreme end, Catwoman kind of being closer to Batman with the gray area, but still having that, that dark pull. And, I mean, there's a, you know, a beautiful scene at the very end, and, and spoiler alert uh, if you haven't seen the movie, but at the very end, Batman uh, removes his mask to show Selina Kyle, Catwoman, that he's he's Bruce Wayne, and, and trying to illustrate to her that, that they are one and the same, that they are not you know, these two opposing foes, but actually have much more in common, and if anything, he's trying to pull her back from the abyss before it swallows her, and, and kind of, you know, showing, you know, I've been there, I've almost gone down that path, don't, don't do it, but, but ultimately she, she gives in to her, 
to into her temptation. She gives in to into the ugly side, and 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 it's I mean it's a tragedy. I mean Batman Returns is is truly a tragedy, and it's 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 amazing that it was it was even made in the time uh, that it, that it was released because it, the the themes and the psychology are so heavy. The fact that this was a comic book summer movie, I mean. You know, not that I agree with it, but you can see, you know, why, you know, the parents, you know, who who complained, you know, you know, might have, you know, been upset because it is it is a heavy movie. Again, I don't agree with it. I think, you know, it's always the parents' responsibility, you know, what your child sees. You know, there's disclaimers, and you know, the the rating system is out there. But I mean, you know, Batman Returns was ahead of its time in terms of the psychology and in terms of the sort of examination of what it means to be both a villain and a hero, and I mean now again we wouldn't think think twice about it, but uh, it, I don't know it's it's a it's a damn special movie. But I mean that that shows you kind of to, you know tie a bow on this, you know what these films can be. They, they yes you have your 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 fights and your explosions and your car chases, uh, but you also can have something much deeper. And I think you know. For people that sort of put, you know, put down comic book movies or say, "Oh, they're just childish entertainment," there's all I, I think the, the the smart ones, the really intelligent uh, superhero movies, the movies where where the where the writer and the, and the director knows what they're doing, which is to to not only tell a great entertaining story but to add layer and depth to it. Those are the ones. That, that that really that really steal the show. And again, I'm thinking in the Batman pantheon, you've got Batman Returns, Batman '89 to to an extent, but Batman Returns, uh, the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises. I mean, these are these are. I mean, hell, even the animated uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. I mean, these are again, quote unquote, comic book movies, or you know, you know what some people say. Oh, it's you know, kids entertainment, but but tackling serious shit and I think that I mean that 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 to me is is something worth celebrating and and again you know maybe it is because Batman is so connected to our uh, sort of our world you know he's not a quote-unquote superhero in the sense you know he doesn't have powers he can't fly he's truly just a man who has marshaled his mind and his and his body into, into becoming this this one man, uh, you know, war on crime. Uh, it, you know, I think that's why it resonates in such a way, and why it has resonated with me all these years is because it's it's so identifiable. It, it is it, it it is exploring uh, the human condition. It is it is looking at uh, the ugly side. It is looking at us in the mirror and kind of you know what questioning what does it take to be a hero and, and, and sort of examining that we all have that darkness in us and, and you know it's a question of whether or not you know we, we, we explore it or not I mean the, the just powerful powerful themes in quote unquote a comic book movie I mean that's I mean that that to me is is, is pretty damn good uh, and, and only only Batman I, I will say I think only Batman can, can pull it off so uh so effectively with, with such grace and, and, and finesse, but um, yeah, that kind of that kind of opens the opens the uh, the door, if you will, to sort of 
my 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 views on the character and and why his cinematic journey has been so incredible. Uh, I mean, just think about it. Just the the movies that have been made and and the talent that has gone uh, with these movies. I mean, this is not some you know cheap uh, BS you know made for for a few dollars. It's serious. It's real. And 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 again, big names. I mean, you've had. Of course, Jack Nicholson in the first movie. You've got Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns. You have Michael Keaton, uh, sort of you know, breaking the mold and 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 playing against type of what people imagine Batman, uh, you know, could be or or you know at the time you know what people thought he should be and just blowing people away with expectations. Of course, to the late great Heath Ledger. I mean, there's something about these characters. That's why again I go back to Shakespeare. There's something about Batman's story, the mythology, that brings people on. It brings on the best in in in, in writing and directing and and in and just talent. That you know, I mean, again, take Batman Begins. You've got Michael Caine. All right, you've got Morgan Freeman. You've got Liam Neeson. I mean, big, big freaking names in a Batman movie. Again. This was in a time when you know superhero comic book movies were not you know fashionable. This was before the sort of Marvel explosion of the last decade or so. I mean, go back to Batman Begins. Batman had been pretty much left for dead in the Batcave uh, after Batman and Robin uh, came to town in 1997. It was a, it was a joke. You know, people did not necessarily take comic book movies that seriously. I mean, yes, you had the X Men movies and you had. Uh, uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, but I mean, it, being in a Batman movie was not a surefire hit. Uh, it was definitely not a, a guaranteed box office uh, success, box office success. And so the fact that uh, Christopher Nolan was able to get such big names around Christian Bale for that first movie, again, you know, obviously what came later is what came later. But I mean, that first movie. People took, you know, it was, in many ways it was a, you know, a gamble because who, who knew if Batman Begins was going to work? Thank God it did. But, I mean, I think it shows you, one, I mean, Christopher Nolan knew what he was doing. He, he understood the material and, and, and brought it into a realistic sense. He took the larger-than-life aspects of the comic book and the characters and, and brought it into our world and gave it uh, real-life situations and emotions. And I think, you know, that kind of... Broadened the canvas, if you will, or in many ways he blew it up, you know, blew up the canvas and started from scratch. Uh, but again, to get that kind of talent, I mean, I think it's it's because these characters, Joker, Penguin, Commissioner Gordon, I mean, God, Gary Oldman was in those movies. Like, I think there's something about playing a Batman character, whether it is Batman himself or one of his villains or one of his supporting. Uh, uh, characters, it just brings out the best in talent, and I think it's it's because the characters are are larger than life, but they're also so in, ingrained in our in our pop culture. I mean, even if you're not a a Batman fan, you mentioned you know the name Joker, people have an idea of who that is. I mean, that's that that's incredible. I mean, I think if you said you know, I don't know Brainiac from from Superman, people might be you know unless you're diehard fan, people might be like, who the hell's that? But you say Catwoman, you say Robin, you say Commissioner Gordon, people, nine out of ten, 
are going to know who you're talking about or have some idea because it is so in, 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 ingrained in our culture. And that is, that's truly remarkable. And I think it shows you the staying power uh, that, that Batman has. And, and again, it's because there has been such a success at the box office. I mean, Batman, when a Batman movie uh, rolls out, you can be damn sure it is going to do well. And, and certainly in the you know, so-called you know, modern sense, you know, within the last decade or more, I mean, Batman has been in many ways the king, you know, uh, of, of the box office. I mean, putting aside the Marvel, I mean, sort of of the of the DC world. I mean, he is he is the uh, he is the top dog. And frankly, you know, that 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 makes me a uh, that makes me a happy camper. So I I, I raise a glass uh, to that. But um, in kind of thinking about topics, uh, and I and I I do hope you'll chime in. Um, with your thoughts and, 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 and feedback, because I, I am curious. So, I mean, I, I want to know uh, to all you listeners, uh, you know, what is, uh, what's your favorite Batman movie? Uh, uh, who is your favorite uh, Batman? Uh, do you have a favorite uh, interpretation of Catwoman, Riddler, uh, Penguin, Joker, favorite uh, composer? I mean, I, I want to know your thoughts uh, on, on the Batman uh, mythos as well. Um, because I think you know, there's everybody has uh, uh, you know, differing opinions, and, and you know, I, I'm always fascinated to hear uh, from you, the audience. So uh, you know, chime in uh, on Twitter or Instagram with what you uh, with what you think uh, on the matter. But uh, kind of in just you know going creating this list of, of um, you know, sort of my views on, on on different on different things. When it comes to my favorite Batman, without question, Michael Keaton. Uh, you know, I, I think there's just something about his performance in the two movies uh, he was in, Batman and then Batman Returns. I mean, number one, he's he's not who you would have expected. And, and if you wind the clock back to the summer, or the, uh, the the late 80s, 88, uh, early 89, before the movie came out, people were uh, up in arms, uh, writing letters. And, and even the Wall Street Journal had a, had a piece that, question whether or not Warner Brothers knew what they were doing by casting, uh, you know, quote-unquote Mr. Mom as Batman. Uh, people were thinking, oh my God, you want to do a serious interpretation of a character, and you're going to cast Michael Keaton. It's basically doing this, the, the Adam West show over again, uh, because he didn't fit the mold. People didn't see him as as Batman, and it, it is just sort of funny, you know, looking back five years ago, or maybe you know, four years ago now, uh, or, or Whenever Robert Pattinson was was cast, maybe no, it was about three years ago. Um, I remember, you know, I mean, the reaction was like, oh, tw- you know, the shiny vampire Edward Cullen is 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 Batman, and, and you know, I mean, now of course it's you know crickets, you don't hear anything, and, and the movie hasn't even been released. But I think it's because you know, people have been so mesmerized and blown away by the by the trailers and the promotional stuff for the new movie. But I mean, it just, you know. It, there's sort of a, a, a circular motion to these uh, casting things. I mean, you can be sure when you're in a Batman movie, especially if it's a high-profile character like you know Batman or, or even the Joker, people are going to have very strong opinions. And, and that began with Michael Keaton's casting. And, I, I mean, again, he put all the, you know, the, <laughs> he silenced all the critics because uh, he, he just blew it away. 
there's just something about his performance, and and I'd encourage you if you haven't had a chance to rewatch them. I've been rewatching all the Batman movies in build in anticipation for the movie, and you know just I finished Batman Returns the other night, and there's just something about his Batman. He doesn't say much, and you know some people have said, oh, he, you know, he should talk more, but no. Batman is a man of few words, and I think what Tim Burton and, and, and Michael Keaton created was a very serious Batman, but also an introspective Batman. This is a guy that likes to stay in the shadows. This is a guy that, again, he talks in a whisper, but he, he commands authority. And again, just those, those, that brief line at the beginning of the very first movie where he says, I'm Batman. I mean, it's just, you, you get chills hearing him say it and, and watching it and again for me he he's my favorite batman i think he just you know he just he 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 is batman i mean he he he, he owns it to this day he, he loved playing the character and again he's playing the character again in, in, in an upcoming movie um but uh you know damn it's like you know there's just something about his interpretation and i, and I think it's because he he it's against type it's not what people expected from uh uh you know in, in a batman role and you know again you know the the critics be damned he uh he uh, he blew it all away uh and and you know still to this day is, is my favorite batman um uh kind of moving along uh just sort of with other favorites um favorite Catwoman. um you know i i it's always a tough one because you know there's, there's been so many interpretations of, of Catwoman, um, from from Julie Newmar on the on the TV show, Lee Merriweather played her in the first, uh, the you know technically the first Batman movie, which was a, uh, a follow up to the to the hit uh, series back in the in the mid '60s. Um, that was uh, Lee Merriweather and Eartha Kitt played Catwoman in the uh, in, in the uh, later season of the '66 show. And then, of course, you have uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns, Anne Hathaway, and uh, you know, soon to be uh, played by, by Zoe Kravitz uh, in the new movie. But um, for, for, for me, uh, my, my favorite has got to be Michelle Pfeiffer. And, and again, uh, sort of you know, tying into what I said earlier, um, it, it's the psychological portrayal of the character. It really you know, takes the comic book character which you know is a, a cat burglar and and just expands the canvas and really gets into what makes her tick and I mean again I just watched the movie the other night and, and Michelle Pfeiffer her, her performance is mesmerizing it is a it is it is a a master class in, in, in a character that is again it's set up as a villain but but there's so much complexity uh, and, and she is in black and white, and I think that is that is just something that, that to me is just fascinating. And, uh, and I, I just was you know, thinking about it. I finished it, and I was like, wow, you know, that 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 that, that, that was a tour de force uh, performance. Uh, you know, certainly earns her, in my view, a, a place in the pantheon of great uh, uh, cinematic villains, and, and certainly uh, one of the best uh, for, uh, for Batman uh, villains. And, and kind of you know on that on that on that you know similar theme, um, kind of thinking who were you know sort of the top 
Batman villains uh, in the uh, in the great cinematic journey uh, of of this character, and you know, kind of been thinking, you know, there's been so many different you know takes and and and, and uh, interpretations on these characters. You know, it's almost hard to create a, a definitive list. And again, these are you know just my thoughts on it. But if I had to you know put a put a top a top three you know uh, you know three. I, I would probably do I would probably do uh, Tom Hardy's Bane and Danny DeVito tied for uh, for third. I think uh, both of them you know, gave uh, incredible performances in in their respective movies. Uh, Tom Hardy's Bane in The Dark Knight Rises and 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 Danny DeVito as the Penguin in Batman Returns. I mean I've certainly said a lot about Batman Returns more than I thought I would. Uh, uh, today, but um, you know, two again took characters that you know, were sort of one note in the comics and and, and made them much more uh, real and and complex. Um, number two, I would have to say it's Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. She just, had, for reasons I indicated earlier, it's the psychological study of the character and and really t- again taking a. a a one-note character, and, and sort of you know, blowing her up into this this very complex, almost anti-hero in the movie. It's really, really incredible. And then of course you know number one, no surprise uh, for those of you who've been a part of these uh, this podcast from the beginning, uh, you'll know that my first episode I did a whole uh, look back on the Dark Knight. And if you haven't had a chance, take a listen. Uh, I talked about the entire build-up to the movie and, and my thoughts on, on it. But uh, that being said, you know, you know topping off uh, the top three, it, it has to be the Joker, played by Heath Ledger. It, that is just... I mean, that is the standard by which the Joker is uh, is judged. That is the standard by which uh, comic book villains are, are judged. Uh, you know, there's sort of... There, there's pre-Heath Ledger, and then there's, there's certainly uh, post-Heath Ledger. And... Uh, God, it, it it is a it is a terrifying, mesmerizing, uh, thrilling performance that 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 stays with you, uh, that, that grabs hold of you while you're watching and stays with you even after the fact. And again, since 2008, I I have been uh, loving that that take on the character. So I think that that says a lot right there. Um, uh, another kind of you know fun uh, point I wanted to. Uh, Topic I was going to bring up was a uh, favorite Batman ending. Now that's sort of a you know I want you at home you know for those of you who are who are, who are big Batman fans think of your favorite Batman uh, ending the ending to the movies and you know there's so many you know different uh, takes and you know there's there's sort of you know thrilling operatic endings and there's more poignant uh, ones uh, for me my favorite. Still to this day, is the ending from Batman Begins. It is so, so simple, and yet there is so much world building that goes on in just a few lines of dialogue, and and, and in literally one setting. And and for those of you who haven't seen it, I'll, I'll paint the picture. Spoiler alert, of course. Um, disclaimer out, but it ends with uh, Commissioner Gordon, or Lieutenant Gordon, uh, he's not yet Commissioner, uh, talking with Batman on the roof after having just established the bat signal, and uh, they're, they're, they're you know, sort of 
talking about how Batman is you know, going to be more or less accepted by the police and how Gotham is, is sort of responding well to his uh, one-man war against, uh, on crime, but how there's also this, this other concern that you know, with Batman will come these other uh, criminals which are much more uh, menacing and, and deadly, uh, deadlier than, than just or mobsters and, and, and thugs on the street. And in, in, in just a brief moment, and even though at the time uh, Christopher Nolan uh, and company ha have said they, they were not thinking of doing a sequel, I mean, they certainly had ideas, but they did not know if Batman Begins was going to be a hit, but it, it, it ends with, with uh, uh, Lieutenant Gordon telling Batman about a, uh, a new uh, case he wants him to look into about this uh, uh, killer that's running around leaving... Uh, leaving playing cards, and of course, uh, Batman turns the card over, and it's a Joker, and again, you, you go back to 2005, it, 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 you are right there riveted, I mean, if you weren't invested in the world at that, up until then, at that moment, your mind is going off in every, every direction, because now you know the Joker is out there, and it's in this world, and in this context, and so... So many, so much is conveyed in just a very little scene, and so much world building is done in such a little scene. And and the the final line of of, of, of dialogue is is Gordon saying to Batman, "I never said thank you," meaning for all he had done for the city and 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 working with him. And Batman responds simply, "And you'll never have to." I mean, boom! You know, Batman leaps off, you know, flies off into the night, just perfect way to end a movie and, and to this day I still I still get chills uh, when, I, when, I, when I think about it or when I watch that that scene it, it's, it's just you're riveted because the adventure is over and yet it's just beginning ah perfect perfect world building uh, in that just uh, to, to this day to this day still still love it um, yeah that, that kind of you know those are sort of the you know, topics I was going to discuss uh you know at, at, at length today but um kind of wanted to you know put a bow on it because we have gone a little bit uh longer than the usual uh podcast but uh, uh i hope you'll uh, indulge me because this has been a you know this has been uh this has been what i've been looking forward to and it's uh very near and dear to my heart um batman certainly is my favorite of all the superheroes and um i was thinking about it you know, sort of why does this character work? What? Why does he? Why has he endured? Why? Why are we still talking about him? Why are they still making movies about him? Why? Why is there going to be a new Batman movie coming out next week? And you know, I think one people love a good adventure story. People love uh, to to be engaged in something exciting and thrilling. But but in thinking more about it. You know, there there is something about Batman, uh, at least for me, that resonates on such an emotional level. This is a character, again, take away all the trappings of wealth and privilege and all of the gadgets. This is someone who has experienced tremendous trauma, tremendous pain, tremendous loss. Those are themes and those are feelings and experiences that we all can relate to because we've all 
experienced pain, and we've all experienced loss, some more than others. That's what makes this character so relatable. It, it is that that human condition, that that idea of of realizing that you know anything and anyone can be taken from you in a moment, and it's it's then how you respond to that to that pain and and to that to that trauma. Bruce Wayne is a character that. Loses, you know, who loses his parents when he's eight or ten years old. He's destroyed forever because of it. But rather than giving into the ugly side of life and sort of allowing his pain to manifest and, and turn him into something ugly, he he marshals it and and uses it as a as sort of a force for good. Now I'm not saying you know everyone who's had something happen go on and put a mask and fight crime. That's not what I'm saying here. But what I'm you know, I think there, there's a, a bigger theme there that can be related, you know, to to, uh, to to real life, which is that, you know, you can rise above your 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 situation. You can, you know, you know, you, know, you can do better. You can improve. And I think, you know, kind of on the flip side, you look at you know, some of Batman's villains. You know, even though they can be fantastical and at times over the top, there is that human element. With them, and this idea of, of tragedy and, and 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 again trauma that that shapes and scars their lives, and unlike Batman, they sort of give in to their to their pain and, and sort of allow it to manifest them in a much darker and insidious manner. You know, they sort of embrace the ugly side, whereas Batman stares at it but but will not give in to it because he's you know he realizes that he can't. I mean, th th those are. Those are real themes, and this is not just pow bam and, and throw the, the 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 bad guy at, you know in jail at the end of the at the end of the movie. I mean, th th this is really an examination of of, of of the human psyche, but but also the soul of, of you know, what does it mean to be a hero? Who can be a hero? And I think with Batman, the story is is so much more identifiable. He doesn't come from another planet. He hasn't been bitten by a spider. This is someone who has decided to stand up and 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 fight for what is right. And you know, again, you know, put aside the trappings. I mean, you know, is molding his mind and and and, and his body in, in into you know a weapon, if you will, and using it in using it to try and 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 right the wrongs of society. That's powerful stuff, and, and and you know, kind of you know, to tie it back on you know to what I mentioned earlier about 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 Superman, and it's just not you know necessarily you know to you know, you know make an attack against uh, against the Flying Boy Scout, but I mean, for for me, you know, Superman's story it just never I never connected to it because Superman's story is sort of this idea of well, you know. We all live happily ever after because, you know, Superman is this larger-than-life figure who can basically save the world, uh, you know, without even breaking a sweat. And, and, and Batman's story is, is so much more grounded. And it's, it's this idea that, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. I mean, Batman's story is, is ongoing. You may lose today, but you, you get up and you keep 
going and you never stop. That, to me, is the whole point of the character. It's endurance. And I think it, you know, it shows you know, <laughs> at the movies. Batman has endured. And I think there's a reason why the character has stayed around for 80 plus years. There's a reason why they're still making movies. This, there are themes and there are stories that are so relatable because they're about people. Again, it's not about aliens. It's not about lab creations. It is about people and pain and trying to work out that uh, pain and trauma on sort of, you know, again, the grandest scale, but sort of this, you know, coming to terms with, with who you are, what you're meant to be, and, and kind of what you can do to, to, to make a difference. And, and I don't know, to me, that, you know, that is why I keep, I keep going back to these, to these movies and to these characters, because, you know, yes, they're entertaining, yes, they're thrilling, but they're, there's, there's more there. There is such a, a, a depth uh, beneath the kind of the spectacle of it all. And you, you don't always get that from a lot of uh, 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 sort of comic book movies. I mean, you know, you know, certainly today they're much, you know, taken much more seriously than they were maybe even 10 or 20 years ago. But uh, it, it, there's just something about Batman that, you know, it's... It, you know, in many ways, you, you, you can see a reflection of, of, of the human soul in it. And, and maybe I'm getting a little too preachy here. I apologize. Uh, but but I, I don't know. I just... The, the, these movies and these characters, it, there's, there's just such an emo emotional attachment uh, to them. And, and you know, kind of put a, to put a, a final bow on this whole topic, I, I was watching an interview recently... Uh, uh, with uh, Jeffrey Wright, who who plays uh, uh, Jim Gordon in, in the upcoming movie, and he said something that I, I thought was really quite profound. And again, I'm paraphrasing it here, but the world today is a mess. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to get you know, uh, political one way or another, but I mean, you know, people, you know, this is a very uncertain time. We've been through hell and back the last few years. Um, virus and political instability and sort of uncertainty around every corner that that people have, have lost faith in, in, in symbols and institutions and and what what he said it, it, it's so true and, and again, I'm paraphrasing it here but Batman is is reassuring the, these characters are reassuring they're, they're something people identify with there's something people remember they remember watching the TV show or watching the original movies with Michael Keaton or, or the newer ones. I mean, there, there's just something about Batman that that people remember and, and then instantly recognize and have faith in. And, and at a time when, when, when there is so much uh, sort of, uh, you know, apathy and, and, and disinterest, you know, to hold up these these characters, which you know, have become larger than life, it not only provides great escapism, because I mean, that's what movies are, they are, they are escapes um, uh, from, from our day-to-day -day life, but they also provide a reassurance that, you know what, 
things are going to be okay. You know, again, they're still making Batman movies. There's still these characters that, that have endured for all these years. And, you know, if that isn't part of the human story, then I don't know what the hell is. Um, with that, I, I have probably, I have, I have talked your ear off for, for nearly an hour now. And if you have stayed with me this, this long, God bless you. Thank you so much. Um, truly, uh, didn't even get a chance to dive into to everything today because sort of, you know, there's just so much about uh, this character. I mean, I could do podcast after podcast. Wait a minute, maybe? No, I don't, I don't, we'll, I don't, we'll see. Uh, there's definitely, uh, th- there will be future Batman uh, episodes for sure, but uh, boy, now my, now my, uh, my mind is, uh, my mind is, is wandering. Uh, I, I better, I better stop um, before, uh, before this uh, continues on for another hour. But um, in any event, uh, the next time, uh, the next time we check in, I will have seen the new Batman movie, The Batman, and uh, I, I, I'm trying to trying to keep my expectations in check. Um, I, I've only watched uh, a few. I've only watched the trailers that have come out. I've, I've stayed away from the TV spots. I've only read uh, one or two magazines uh, articles at this point. I'm, I'm really trying to go in, and this is kind of what I did with Scream. Uh, last month, I, I want to go into this uh, completely uh, 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 unknown. I, w- I want to be riveted and, and, and kind of had really have no expectations because sometimes when you when you set all these ideas up in your head, you know you never can meet them. And so I kind of want to go into this movie uh, unsuspecting and, and, and unassuming and, and and just enjoy the ride. I mean, I I, I do think it's going to be something special. I. I, I Everyone that is involved in it is, has clearly put their heart and soul into it, and and Robert Pattinson, uh, I mean, just from the the trailers and, and the and the images and promotional material, I mean, he is proving the, the 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 critics wrong, and and you know, hell yeah, you know, you know, kick, kick, kick some ass, Rob, because this is uh this is your time to shine, and uh, I think he's going to be great as Batman. I, I I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and on the next episode, uh, we will I will do a review, and I will probably have one of my uh, one of my movie squad uh, folks here with me to uh, to have a, a, a more in depth uh, discussion. So uh, you don't have to listen to me all the time. <laughs> I'll try to give your ears a rest. But uh, in any event, thank you all for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, this monologue of sorts uh, with my uh, my feelings on. Batman at the movies. Uh, really, uh, all I can say is, God, God, God bless, uh, God bless the movies because uh, you know they are escapism, and certainly in today's uh, world, uh, you, know, you got to have that. And, and thank God for Batman movies uh, because they, uh, they, this one especially couldn't be, uh, couldn't be coming at a better time. So. Uh, With that, I will sign off. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Uh, Stay well, be safe, and uh, I will see you with the movies.